Who are you talking to? The girl who lives in my closet. And what's her name? Jody. What's the matter? Just seeing things, I guess. There was a family lived here some time ago. They had a similar problem. I'm living in their house. We need to get out of here. Just back up and go. Everything we have is in this house. It's okay, Mommy. Jody won't hurt you. The man who lives here, he says he's bad. You're listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix, episode 269? 79? Oh man, that's a ten. Two sixty nine. You just hit there. Two sixty nine. I have too many. I was like, oh, I'm going. I'm going. Tech technology this week. Too many uh, programs open. Uh, the episode was covered by yeah. the next segment coming up. So I got you. Yeah. Scroll down and scroll back up. Yeah, I had to close. Do the you know view all windows. See what that was. Yeah, episode two hundred sixty nine. I'm Mark. He's Mike. We just had a very off. Mike animated conversation about yeah. fantasy football, so I'm, I'm revved up. Well, it was good to do it off mic because no one wants to hear about anybody's fantasy team. No, no, no. <laughs> fantasy football podcasts are just generally yeah, pointless. Yeah. Uh, especially, the worst is like listening to a podcast that's not a fantasy football podcast, and they're just like, look, this is only going to make sense to me and the people in my league. <laughs> but... Quit drafting backup tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> what if you want to oh. stream them? Oh, that's ooh, that's a whole other world. Yeah. Yeah, we're here. We're yeah, we're doing it. It's uh, ready to rock. It's October. Rocktober. I've Scarytober. Se- I've seen uh, Rocktober. Yeah. I've seen Scarytober. I've seen um, Orktober. Orktober. This is not a Tober thing, but Huluween. Okay. That's my favorite thing going on Saw on that. Hulu right now. Yeah. Huluween. Huluween. Uh, it's just that time, you know? Spooktober, I suppose what? Yeah, that's a good one. I was listening to the, a podcast coming in today, and they were talking about Guactober. Okay. A guacamole competition. So, Guactober. Oh, Guactober. I like that one. Yeah. I've never heard that one before. I like that one, mostly because I'm really into guacamole. Yeah. Um, Mocktober, we just make fun of, we just make fun of all other October things, and like that's stupid. Mocktober, <laughs> that's stupid. This is Mocktober. I'm making fun of it. Uh, so let's talk about Guactober for yeah. a second. If they're having a guacamole competition, I mean, what what can someone do to guacamole to make it better than someone else's guacamole? Is it all in the ratios? Blind taste test. So it's just people bringing their own, but people t- they're talking about it. A little cayenne pepper, maybe a little more citrus. Add some okay. uh, Tabasco so, sauce. Just, just some things ratio, I don't do. A little yeah. dash of this, a little dash of that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. To me, I was just like, I mean, it's, it's your avocados, right? I mean, here's the thing: you got to be careful with guac. Yeah. I put bacon in mine because I'd win. Uh, you would win, yeah. If I was tasting, yeah. I've never had bacon guacamole. No. That sounds amazing. I've had a bacon guacamole cheeseburger. Just chop it up, put some bacon in there. You got to be careful though, yeah. because guacamole really the the. The, the most important thing is that color, that vibrant green. Yes. You know? I think if you get too crazy, you just turn it brown. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You throw in a dash of this, a dash of that. Next thing you know, you just got, like, brown. They're like, what, did you bring bean dip? Yeah. No, it's guacamole. But how do you, you know, I mean, if you're going to have a competition, you got to do more than just the, uh, the what are you going to use? Avocados, a little onion, a little tomato, 
jalapeno, jalapeno, and some cilantro. Cilantro. I mean, when they do it at your table, you know, when they make it fresh at your table, that's they just got a little palette of that. Throw it in there. So yeah, you gotta. Yeah, but, the, but maybe like more jalapeno, less jalapeno. That's like, yeah, that right it, ratio. And the lime, the ratio of lime. Yeah, like, that's where I was struggle. I either go too much lime, too or much I'm eating it. I'm like, I can use a little more acid oh, here. Yeah. Salt, a little salt. Yeah, yeah. salt and pepper. So, yeah, I, I like a little smoked paprika. Oh, see, see, you already uh, <laughs> you're prepared for this competition. You don't even know it. But but uh, I mean, you can't beat the classic though. Yeah, can you beat the classic? That's what they're gonna find out. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're going to try yeah. attempt to yeah. find out. Right. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I imagine if someone went too bizarre, it wouldn't grade high. So the cat, the categories were uh, so taste that weighs the most heavy, right? And consistency, right. Uh, or no texture, and then maybe yeah, maybe it was uh, texture, you know, mouth feel, and then maybe it was just uh, you know, je ne sais quoi. Do you get to know, know what the judge's preference is? Do you like if the because some people prefer a creamy guac? Yeah, I like chunky guac. That's why they. That's why this category is weighed less than okay. overall taste. Okay. Like, yeah, maybe it's preference, but you know, you get five judges. Get that scorecard out. You know, it should balance out. You ever had a cucumber guac? Never had a cucumber guac. Oh, dice up some cucumber. Put that okay. in there. It's really good. Yeah, really good. Hey, refreshing. I think that fair in Guactober Fest. I, I don't think it'd do well. A lot of people don't like cucumber, which I think is weird. Oh, no, cucumber's delicious. I think it's awesome. I love going to a restaurant. They pour the water. Got the cucumber in the water. I don't. Oddly like, enough, I don't like cucumber oh, really? water. I was like, that's a nice move. It's I, refreshing. I, I like cucumbers. Yeah. The, the two forms of cucumber I do not like. Cucumber and water. Yep. Not for that. If that's what they have, I'll deal with it. Okay. I'll just drink it. I don't like cucumber on a sandwich. Me neither. Yeah. Do you not like cucumber? Okay, I, I think you're going to cucumber salad. I was like, how is No, that? love cucumber salad. Okay. All forms. Yeah, no, you get like a turkey sandwich or something with cucumber on it. Not like, a this, fan this of that. This is not necessary. Yeah, not a fan of that. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't like lettuce on my sandwich. I feel like that's just filler. I'm, I like lettuce for the crunch. Yeah. No, I like mine bare bone. Put some tomato on there, maybe some pickles. Pickles are good on yeah, a sandwich. A little red onion. Oh, yeah. But uh, Thin slice, though. Thin slice. Lettuce. Take it, take it, yeah. If it's on there, I'm not gonna complain. For a leaf or like a or an iceberg or like a shredded. It depends on the sandwich. Okay. Because if I'm making a sandwich at home, it's leaf lettuce. Yeah. It's a romaine, perhaps. So it's a nutritional value. Yeah. You go to like a hoagie shop and they do that shredded Shred, lettuce, yeah. lettuce with the with the oil and vinegar. You can't beat that. No, that's what I like. If yeah. you're gonna have the oil and vinegar, you gotta have that shredded iceberg. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I'm hungry. Me too. But. The show must go on. <laughs> this is what we do. I knew we should have brought snacks today. Let's say let's say you had a sandwich last week. What would you have been watching with that sandwich? Oh man, um I wrote it down. I didn't watch a ton, but I did watch okay, so we went on a little like mini vacation. Yeah. I, I'm not even gonna call it a mini vacation. I'm gonna call it a vacation. You've gone for like four days, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a vacation for me. That's a vacation. Vacation's a vacation or yeah. you know, no matter the, the length, the duration. Uh, sidebar. My sister texted me, and she was like, hey, I think I'm going to go on a little mini vacation to, I was like, Thailand or something, Vietnam. And I was like, that's just a normal vacation. You can't do a mini vacation. That's not a mini. In fact, that's an yeah. expedition. It was a typo. She was to say, a me vacation. Solo. A solo vacation. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> but it came out as a mini. I was like, you can't do a one-day trip to Thailand no, and fly no, back. No, 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 no. So, no, that's I a, thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, a little mini vacation to Thailand. I was like. No, that's just vacation, yeah, vacation. Just a mini vacation. You know? I just thought I'd tour. You what? Know, what are your normal vacations? Month? This is only going to be a week. Yeah. 
maybe for a, like a, a incredibly rich that'd be a mini vacation. Yeah, or they're used to like you know touring Europe in a, yeah. on a train or something right. for you know a year a year vacation. <laughs> That's a normal vacation. Um, so, so went on this little mini vacation. Yeah. We had some. It was one of those cool little vacations where like our, our Airbnb was was close to some things, and so it was cool like out and doing things, but. You kick it back to the house, chill for a little bit, yeah. have some beers there, have some snacks, whatever. So, watched uh, some uh, classic show here. Watched some of that 70s show. Oh, yeah. Watched a good eight episodes of that 70s so for show. This, is it, was it one season? No, no. It was a, it was they a, were it jumping was a hodgepodge. Around? Okay. Um, uh, that show's fucking funny. It's a good show. It's a, good a show. solid show. I think it's a forgotten, underrated show. Yeah, it it been a while. Yeah. I also caught an episode of uh, Grace Under Fire. What show are you? What channel are you watching? It was uh, a channel called Laugh. L A F F. Well, you know what? They got the programming now. Uh, Grace Under Fire. Yeah. Um. Only the one episode. I needed. To, I needed a few to, yeah. to really know if it really held holds up or not. And then uh, one single episode of Home Improvement. Okay. That holds up. Still yeah. funny. And then, oh, in prep to watch season three of Fargo, mm-hmm. I went, I watched season one of Fargo again. Okay. That's one of the best TV shows ever made. Yeah. Does Fargo, will it be it hurt 40 years from now in the great television because it is a, um, uh, anthology? Um, do you think that people hold that against it? No, I, what? I don't know. I'm I sure. I'm think, sure Fargo shows up on this. I don't think yeah. it will because um, I'll tell you what. It's been what four years since it came out. Yeah, sounds right. And so I haven't seen it since then. Right. And I'm like, I'm gonna watch season three. I haven't seen that one yeah. yet. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna go back and I'm watching it. I'm loving every minute. I've seen it all before. I'm mm. watching it. I'm loving every minute. Very rewatchable. Yeah. But I think where it gets away, it, it won't be it won't be a negative as an anthology because though it is an anthology series, yeah. they are all connected. Okay. Whether it be a character or a setting. Yeah. But not the main characters though. Right. Right. So yeah, I wonder. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to wait twenty years for this for it to be written. Yeah, like season two, the main character in season two. Uh-huh. Is a supporting character oh. in season one. Yeah. And season one mm-hmm. connects to the movie in a funny little way. Okay. That is, if you've seen the movie and you'd be watching season one, you would be like, oh, fuck. That's how it connects. Yeah. Um, so I that, haven't seen season three yet, so I don't know how that, that can, uh, I'm not sure how that connects yet. Yeah. But it's at least a regional connection. Oh, I was gonna do it. Yeah, Great yeah. North. So yeah, that, that's that's all I've, all I've watched. Other than the what we're gonna talk about today, I'm gonna maybe be controversial. Oh, that semi show better than Friends on a laugh per minute basis. Holy I don't know if that's true or not, man. but man, watching that semi show as it aired, I enjoyed that semi show. That's a Friends is very comforting. Statement. I don't know if Friends makes me laugh out loud on a that's, consistent basis. That's a bold statement, yeah. and I think I think maybe you're right. And the reason why uh, is because Friends 
you know, you got the six characters. Yes. Yeah. Alright. That 70s show, you have this group of characters, but then you have the characters' parents. Yes. It's like... Yeah. It's 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 got different it's got different laughs that are all funny. Yeah. I, get, I don't know if it's been written. Mm, man, I'm just throwing my projecting my feelings out onto people who write these type of lists, but not only is it an underrated uh show, Red Foreman, underrated TV dad. Absolutely. Yeah, so and it's funny cuz I mean actually maybe there's an article where he's like, "Oh, he's he's number 2." I mean, what, Friends and Seinfeld Probably regarded as the two best sitcoms of all time. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe Cheers. Cheer. I think Cheers is in that conversation. Frasier. Maybe Office. The Office is is I don't know falling the, into the that. Office is weird. The further we get removed from it, the people that watch The Office yeah. absolutely love The Office. But there was a ton of people that didn't watch The Office. Yeah. There's the office people. I don't know if that's the like the uh, syndicate, like the uh, syndication that like uh, a Friends or a uh, no. Uh, I, I don't watch like cable or like TV in the uh, early evenings anymore. Uh-huh. But it, it's Friends. It's Seinfeld for a long time. That's King how and Queens somehow. King, yeah, is on syndication again. When this hypothetical retrospect gets written. Is King of Queens, will that be highly, more highly regarded than The Office? That's crazy. That is crazy. Ugh, that's silly. It's because the, that was a divisive time for yeah. Americans. Because there's Office people. Yeah. And then there's Big Bang Theory people. It, it is going to be crazy how we go. Because we, we use that with, like, Cheers, right? It's like, Cheers won every Emmy. Cheers is a fantastic show. I don't know. I like Cheers. It's really good. It makes me laugh. But then are people going to say that about uh, Big Bang? And it's like, Big Bang wasn't that funny. Uh, 40 million people watch Big Bang every Monday. I was like, well, I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. Am I going to be able to debate that? I don't know. So, but yeah. Cheers. Seinfeld. I feel like those would be the top two. I feel like Friends is maybe still held below Seinfeld. When I hear people talk about, it. I think it depends on the kind of person you are. Yeah, yep. I think I think the friend Seinfeld thing is probably a level playing field, right? Where and I I don't want to sound chauvinist here, yeah. but were you a dude in the nineties or were you a chick in the nineties? Yeah. If you were a chick in the nineties, Friends is your top show. If you were a dude in the nineties, Seinfeld was your top show. Yeah. If you watched them at the time, how much overlap were those two shows? You think? Not a, not uh, a ton. In years. Probably like, probably like four. Yeah, by the time Seinfeld went off the air, yeah. was that like 97? I think Seinfeld went off the air in 97, 98. Yeah, and Friends probably maybe premiered maybe a year or two before that. I think, I think I would say Friends probably premiered 95. Somebody needs to write the hypothetical 94, 95. oral history of the TV sitcom. Yeah, yeah I want to see where all this stuff lands. Someone will drop MASH in there. I don't know yeah. if that's a sitcom, but someone will drop MASH. It was a half hour. Was it a half hour? Yeah, it was a half okay. hour. Comedy, I guess. About war. Yeah, it was, it was comedy. Yeah, so uh, that'll be in there. Yeah. And some. Uh, that's going to be the next classic I tackle. Some guy who's just like too smart for his own good is going to be like, oh, well, actually, this NBC pilot that only went four episodes. <laughs> Was quite hilarious, and it spawned the career of all these great writers who went on to yada yada. yada. Have you seen the only season of Teachers? 
Yeah, to be teachers. Which was my idea. Yeah. Been over it before. Uh, I, uh, most of my watching, it's fall, as all the great sitcoms that I enjoy, my, my, my comfort food at night, uh, are back. So, you know, watching those. A little Modern Family, I still dip in. How is it? It's fine. Yeah. It's not great. I'm trying to, what are the great? I think The Good Place with Kristen Bell, uh, and Ted Danson, speaking of Cheers, is the best sitcom right now. Or okay. like, this is really funny. I'm into this when it comes out. The other stuff, like Modern Family, I feel like that's just background noise now. Same with like, um, like I watch American Housewife or uh, uh, stuff on Fox. Uh, like it's all just background. Like nothing's really jumped out. Like oh, this is really funny and and good. I, Brooklyn Nine Nine, I think is really funny, really solid. When that got canceled, I was like that's crazy because I feel like they are hitting a stride where this is just I, super funny right I now. I watched the first couple seasons of yeah. that and I thought it was great. Yeah, and then so, but that will come back mid season. So okay. excited for that! But yeah, what about uh, what about New Girl? How's that doing? Uh, that ended last. Uh, oh, New last Girl's year. done. Yep. Okay. Uh, that, you know, okay. Only came back for six episodes. They they wanted to do a uh, okay uh, a real. I fell off that, I'm and pretty, then I watched yeah. the final six. And I was like, oh, let's, 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 these guys are funny. Okay, I'm pretty far behind. Jay Johnson's pretty. I funny. really like that show. Like, that guy's gonna have some legs. Kind of fell off that, but yeah, I, I like that show. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think what other sitcom. I don't know if there's anything on NBC I'm watching. Well, you're also talking about, about, talk about Blackish. Yeah, like Blackish, Modern Family, American um, Housewife, those all fall the same. Like, they're kind of, like Blackish can be very solid, but then, I mean, it's just 20 episodes. It's like, damn, there's a lot. Like, so now I think I'm more noticeable, like, watching with Hulu, I'm like, that's kind of just like a filler episode. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then they'll come out with a really funny episode. Um,. The Goldbergs, I think, is a very funny sitcom. Like for a family sitcom, I was like, "This is solid." People are sleeping on the Goldbergs right now. This is this is a heard solid great sitcom. Things, yeah. yeah, it's just like it's just family sitcoms. Like, yeah, this is reminds me of like a '90s sitcom. It's good. Um, so all those are back. I'm not watching a drama right now. I have watched some movies this week. Last week was big for watching Netflix movies. I watched two. I was working. Down here in the studio, I was like, let me throw on some Netflix. I'm going to watch two Netflix originals. One was Game Over Man. We just, I think we discussed it last week. Or maybe the week before about the workaholic guys who, they play waiters. Who they love Shaggy. What's that? They love Shaggy. They do love Shaggy. They're waiters who are working when a diehard style takeover of their hotel occurs. And it's up to them to, uh, you know, save the day. Um... It's really bad. It, it's it's awful. It's like just I was, I was watching it. And I was like, I don't know who this is for. There's a lot of penises in it, which <laughs> I get people think that's funny. They're, like, they're played for jokes, you know. But I was like, yeah, no, I don't find this funny anymore. Yeah. Okay, it's uh, you know, it's just like their slacker thing. And uh, is it just like a long episode of Workaholics, like uh, R-rated? I think... I mean, Workaholics is R-rated, but... Yeah, I... I don't watch enough Workaholics to know if that's a fair enough comparison. I feel like each of the, the guys is trying to do something different. And I wonder if that was a choice where there's like, well, we don't want to be considered the Workaholics guy. Uh, like, um, the long-haired gentleman is... Uh, Blake. Blake, he, he's a homosexual in this one. Um, and that's played for laughs. I was like, I oh, don't I think that's offensive hmm. in, in this time. Um... Durs is like a, uh, like I think he's playing a more serious 
character. Uh, Adam is the same. I play, Adam. That guy plays. This is his only character. I play. This is only, he's yeah. the guy that was like, oh, he's from Workaholics. Maybe the maybe the plot was like, let's take Adam from Workaholics and surround him by two other guys, but they're the same actors. <laughs> uh, last week I, I was giving letter grades. This this week I decided to go stars. Okay. Okay. Uh, zero stars. Oh, I almost gave it a half star because there are some moments where I go, "That's funny." I laughed. I was like, ah, "That's funny." I was like, "Okay, I should give it a half star for that." No, you're an hour and a half movie. You should have more than just a couple, couple gags that make, make me laugh. Goose egg on that one. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's just it, not for me. They're, they're video game. They're video game designers, but they're not like they're just guys with like a bad idea who are trying to sell it to somebody. And it, not for me. Okay. Game over, okay. man. Uh, a lot of cameos. I don't want to keep shit on this movie, but like the shaggy thing of it. Like at this hotel party, there were a lot of celebrities at it, and so some of that's played for played for fun. But uh, interesting, you know, the celebrities they got was like Shaggy, Joel McHale. It's like yeah. Joel yeah. McHale dying is not funny anymore. <laughs> I don't think it ever was. I don't. I don't know what Pete Joel McHale was, but it's not going to be as funny as a. Uh, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a movie where they got like a really big, like a movie that can get Tom Cruise to. Oh, it was like, you know, uh, Austin Powers doing the celebrity gags where it's like, oh, if you got Tom Cruise to play. Yeah. That's funny. Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow is in this movie playing herself. Beyonce, or I think she played the character. I don't know. <laughs> the other movie I watched was called Hold the Dark, starring uh, Jeffrey Wright and Alexander Skarsgård. Love the title. You might like this movie. It takes love place Alexander Skarsgård. in the Alaskan wilderness. I already love it. And we were talking about how this movie, you feel cold. I think I saw this. This is yeah. a Netflix movie? It's a Netflix movie. I think yeah. I saw it splash on my Netflix. So, Hold the Dark. It yeah, is about uh, a, a young child goes missing. The mom contacts uh, Jeffrey Wright's character, who is an uh, animal conservationist, I guess. But he hunts wolves. He, he has hunted wolves before. She brings him up to this village to says, hey, my son has been taking my wolves. I want you to kill the wolf that took him. My husband's in Iraq, and when he gets back, I need something to show him. With that, you know, we, we got it. From there, it goes on to this crazy twists and turns of plots, uh, of cults and serial killers, and it's crazy. There, there's a Hitting mystery. all my high notes right here. Hitting um, all my high notes. Cults, serial killers. Yeah. Alaska wolves. Uh, on my high notes. One and a half stars out of four. Okay. <laughs> it is it is a uh, it, it is a slow slog to the finish. I was line. gonna say it kinda sounds like it's a slog. I feel that like many, that many twists and turns. I, I, I was I had it pretty high because I was like, okay, and it's confusing as hell. Like I it was one of those movies it ended and then I had to jump on Wikipedia and be like, what is this movie about? <laughs> and then I had to read like I was like Oh, okay, everyone else was equally confused as okay. me. Okay. I was like, did I miss a major plot point? And I looked and I was like, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I almost gave it... It would have scored higher because I was like, okay, it's confusing, it's a little boring. But Jeffrey Wright and Alexander Skarsgård are doing some great acting. You know me. I love a guy who will just act the shit out of a script. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay. But then the movie went like real quiet where I was like, there's no dialogue for the last... 45 minutes of the movie, kind of. Uh, so that just added to it. I was like, oh, no one's saying anything. Hmm. This is just, this is just watching. So I, I give it a, a star and a half. Okay, okay. It's I, interesting enough. I might still check that one Yeah, out. you might check it out. It's, it looks great. 
shot beautifully. Jeffrey Wright, Alexander Skarsgård are doing some good acting in it. There is some interesting stuff. You watch it, maybe you can make more sense of it. There is a really cool um, uh, standoff in the movie at one point. Uh, and the action was really good. It's just, man, it's long. Okay, okay. And I think it's only like two hours long. But I was like, this, that felt cold. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I was watching. All right. Uh, not a great week of movies for me, but uh, I wanted to start giving these Netflix movies a shot because, you know, you're sitting at home. Most of the stuff that's coming out to like rant, I was like, oh, I've already seen it or I have no interest in seeing it. Dip into these Netflix originals. Sure, sure. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, timelines. I felt like we spent a lot of time talking about friends. Yeah, yeah. Let's just, let's just get into the movie. Let's do it. Yeah, this week, Mike and I watched 2005's remake of 1970s. Nine. Nine? Nine? Is that what I have? on the front page? 1979, yeah. Uh, the Amityville Horror, originally starring uh, James Brolin and Kathleen, or no, not Kathleen Lutz. Who's this star? Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder from Superman. Superman fame, yeah. Yes. Um, it is the supposed true story about George and Kathleen Lutz, whose dreams house, whose dream house turns into a nightmare. Um, Brolin and Kidder are the unsuspecting new tenants of a house whose previous occupants had been murdered in their sleep. The Lutzes and their children are menaced by the lingering evil in this frightening ghost story. 1979. Um... The Amityville Horror. Was this your first time watching the Amityville Horror? It was. Yeah, what did we think of the Amityville Horror? It's fine. Yeah. I, I loved James Brolin. I loved Margot Kidder. Yes. I love Strong a, performances. Yes, great. I love the I love a good haunted house yeah. movie. Um there's just some there's just some holes that weren't filled. Some plot holes, some 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 yeah. story issues. I feel like they got really great actors to be in a movie that was like a B movie. Yeah. Even like some of their acting was just like, I feel like there were just shots of like Kathleen, uh, uh, or, uh, yeah, Kathleen Lutz just scream, like doing the over the top, just like screaming. I was just like, in the hands of someone else, this would have been silly. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the performances were solid. James Brolin as, as the, the father doing, uh, he's a stepfather. I don't know how much that plays into it, but, uh, you know, maybe it's easier for him to, uh, Become distant to his children. Uh, he he he's acting great. Where it's like, yeah, maybe no lesser role. This this would have been really uninteresting. Right. There were some silliness in it though. Yes, I was like, there's just a lot of like, oh, this is just it's kind of like it's just silly, <laughs> silly and corny, but uh, it's it's enjoyable. I thought. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoy it. Enjoyable I, yeah. in like a um, is not as good as Evil Dead. But in an Evil Day way, where I was like, oh, this is kind of a fun... I didn't find anything scary. No, it's but not scary. But I thought it was like scary. a fun horror movie. Like, just like the gags. In, not the gags, but like the uh, the hauntings. Like the, the window falling on the boy's yeah, hand. The, yeah. And, um, the jumps. The ju- Yeah, the yeah. jump scares. I thought, like, the, the flies with the priest and all the stuff that was happening. Now, that was some acting. Yeah. What'd they do? They fucking wiped honey all over the guy's face? Honey. And honey to attract the flies. And is that what it was? Yeah. That was in the IMDb trivia. I'm like, how do you sit there like that? Yeah. That was some incredible acting. Just yeah. to man up for that shit. Yeah, the priest. Uh, I, I enjoy like the priest story, but then it kind of was like, where's this going with the priest? Exactly, and it went nowhere. Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing. You have this, and it has this cool, it's got this cool mystery yeah. like vibe. Anytime there's some like exorcism 
Catholic priest involved in something like this, I'm I instantly like engaged because I like that crazy weird shit. That yeah. Maybe it's because I grew up in the Catholic church and right. I always heard about exorcisms and stuff. And so, but and then, but it goes nowhere. You have the detective that's like sitting on the house, yeah, and then he goes to talk to the priest. Like that. That's the thing. There's these whole. They just go. Yeah. It goes nowhere. So, uh, Roger Ebert. He gave this film one and a half stars. Um, and he said the problem, which I I thought he gave thumbs. Ebert gives th- two thumbs. Oh, yeah. that's e- Ebert and Roper. Okay, well, if you go to his website, he gives um, stars. Out of, what's he give him out of though? Four, four stars. Four. So, so one and a half out of four. One and a half stars. Saying the problem with the Amityville horror is that in a very real sense, there's nothing there. We watch two hours of people being frightened and dismayed, and we ask ourselves, what for? I feel like that actually—that's actually a nice summary. Yeah, there is. are some frights. There, there's some things I'm enjoying, like the priest uh, praying in the church was bonkers. It leads to nothing. Uh, I mean, he goes blind, but like his story goes nowhere. But I enjoyed what I was watching in yeah. like a silly, campy kind of way. Like, oh, this is fun. Like him just doing his shouting to the to the heavens. And, and, and his fellow priest or, or monk or whatever yeah. is just like, what the hell? Like, yeah, just a, it's uh, dead ends. Yeah. It, it, was a, it was a wildly successful movie for the time. It grossed uh, $86 million in 1979. That's pretty good. Uh, so when adjusted for inflation, that's it, $319 million by today's standards. So just to, in comparison... It, which came out last year, is the highest grossing R-rated horror movie of all time. It made $327 million. So, this was a huge, like, yeah. people wanted to go see the Amityville Horror. I mean, it, it was cool. Yeah. Like, I, I, I liked it. But, yeah, there's just, to, it, to, it wasn't a good, great movie because yeah. of the plot holes. Like, the story, well, like, story, it's like, this, this is, it's kind of a hot mess of a story. Yeah. But, there's enough happening where I was like, yeah, I enjoyed my yeah. two hours of it. The, the bones were there, but it just didn't yeah. grow into anything Well, they had a lot of yeah. they, they felt the bones were there as well, because the Amityville Horror spawned uh, three sequels. Uh, the Amityville Horror 2, Amityville 3D, you got to. Yeah. And <laughs> Amityville The Awakening, uh, and then it was remade again in 2005. But outside of the remake... There were 21 times where a movie based on the Amityville Haunting was made. Wow. So including this and the remake, you had, and then all those sequels, you had Amityville 1992, It's About Time, which I want to see that one, Amityville New Generation, Amityville The Dollhouse, Amityville The Awakening, then you said The Amityville Asylum, that's a movie, uh, the Amityville Terror, Amityville No Escape, Amityville Exorcism, The Amityville Prison, Amityville Murders, 21 times. In film, wow. people just throw the word Amityville into a title and said, "Yeah, hey, yeah, let's make a movie about." It. I mean, I think now it's just synonymous with haunted house. Well, when you hear, England. yeah, I mean, when you hear Amityville, you just think hauntings, yeah, haunted house. I think of uh, Jaws. I tack on that Bill because he was uh, the sheriff of Amity. Yeah, yeah. Which is it close to Amityville? No. Uh, oh, there, isn't there some trivia about the name of Amity? Oh, I don't know. I I believe yeah. I, I feel like because it's a fictional town, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, there was something to do. It was related to the Amityville Horror, I think. Yeah. 
No, because Joss came out before Amityville Horror. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because the, so the book came. The book comes out nineteen seventy seven. So I must be just imagining what okay. what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, the town was there. Town was yeah. So maybe sure. they were like, "Hey, here's a town. Let's chop the bill off. Now it's fictional." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fast forward to two thousand five. The movie's remade this time with uh, Melissa George and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Follows the same story though. Uh, supposed true story. The Lutz, they're playing the Lutz family again. They move into the same house where uh, before a murder took place where all the uh, occupants of the house were killed in their sleeves and some crazy shit starts happening again. Um, Tom, I'm trying to think how to, how, to, how to jump into this because it's so much trivia about like It's crazy a movie based on a true story that's not true. And... There, 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 so there's just there, so much like There are certain into. things that are dead true about it. Yes. But then, it's the haunting stuff that is yes. left up. For so, this is, so though the story is largely fictional, contrary to George Lutz's claim, the factual elements of the story remain present in the film. Ronnie DeFeo Jr. murdered six members of his family on November 13, 1974, and was convicted of six accounts of second-degree murder. That's true. That happened. On December 4, 1975... Okay, he was sentenced... The Lutz moved into the house on December 19th, 1975, and moved out January 14th, 1976. So that's the true story. So those elements are the same. This guy goes, murders his family. A year later, Ryan Reynolds, in this case, moves in, and they were only there for like 28 days. I think they... Yeah, they count off. Do they? Okay, I was trying, trying to remember. I was like, yeah. the remit does the countdown too, right? Yeah. Or the count off. It does. Yeah, okay. Uh, this is your first time seeing... Yes. It was my first yeah. time seeing this. 2005 was a big time for horror movie remakes. Uh, I feel like there was just a ton of these. Yeah, it was my first time seeing it. It's not about... Uh, it's like the, the differences between... So you watch these back close to for the first time. Uh, back to back these yeah. bad Do you ones. enjoy the differences in plot? Did it help the second one? Um, What helped the second one for me yeah. was... The whole thing about the lore, yeah, of the house. They, right, there's a lot more of that. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't think the first one touches on it at all. No, they read an article. The 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 guy gets the book at the library, yeah. and they're like at the bar, right? But that's all. That's like, it, um, and you can't even really tell what you know. Yeah, I think his friend's wife is like, "Oh, catch him!" Right, and that's it. That's yeah, that's all it. it is. Where this one dies a lot more. Than that. Yeah, and so the the lore and the mystery. Yeah. In the in the remake is really good for me because I'm just into that kind of mm-hmm. occult weird shit. Yeah. In movies, and so when he's I don't know if he's hallucinating or whatever, he's like going through the torture room. Yeah. And the cells and and seeing the apparitions. That part was an improvement. Yeah. For me. The. Yes. To counter though. At, it was at the cost of the church. Right. I, so it's, it's great, yeah. So they added more of this lore to kind of give us, like, you know, if Roger Ebert's complaint was like, what was this for? They tried to at least answer that. But then you watch the original, it's like, oh, man, I really like this preacher character, and I wish he was involved more, but he's not involved at all. Well, that's the thing. So if, if, the, if the original would have, you know, yeah. fleshed that out and, and given me some sort of, like, closure mm-hmm. on that whole priest storyline, yeah. then I would feel like I missed something in the new one. 
But since that whole pre-storyline dead ended in the first one, yes. the remake, I'm like, yeah, just pull it out because it went nowhere. Yes. I, I, I just like more like the the character. I was like, ah, I wish the priest character was involved in this too. Yeah. Very, like keep trying to sh- keep coming back and be like, I know something's up with this house. Yeah, the priest character is very brief in this. Yeah, in I this need to help one. you. Yeah. He, this one's just like, uh, no, not another hurt though. The priest is in it. He's only in it for one scene. It's it's the infamous fly scene. See Jeff flies. Come on, man. You can't get a jar of honey. Yeah. Man up. It's 2005. You can't. You want an Oscar or not? Yeah. Let's get some real... <laughs> let's get some real flies in here. Uh, this movie comes out in 2005. It opened April 15th. It opened number one that week uh, above Sahara, which was in its second week. Fever Pitch, Sin City, and Guess Who, which were all in their third and fourth weeks. Okay. Uh, so, not the best time to the movies. Not a hot week. Yeah. I mean... Did I like Sahara? Yeah. I, I, I'll admit it. Yeah. But, probably a slow, slow week for the movies. What is it? Guess Who? That's not good. Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch. I saw that. That's, I, I, I want to say it's not good. Like, yeah. I've seen it, I was like, yeah, this is bad, right? We all agree this is bad. Sin City was kind of a big movie, but in its fourth week. Yeah. And I, I feel like that wasn't a huge commercial success. No, probably not. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, it is the sixth highest grossing horror remake of all time. And people love ghosts because number one is The Ring, two, The Grudge, three, The Haunting, Texas Chainsaw Massacre sneaks in there, and then The Ring 2. Uh, Amityville Horror comes in number six, and then uh, Friday the 13th remake was uh, number seven. So people love a good ghost remake. Yeah. Yeah. Good haunting. Uh, what, was the good, what was the good in Amityville Horror 2005? Uh uh, I mean, the only good for it for me was the the lore, the fleshing out of the lore. A yeah, bit. that's all that I enjoyed from this movie. Yeah, I don't think Ryan Reynolds is giving a better performance than James Brolin, but uh, yeah, he's doing something. I think it's a good role for Ryan Reynolds. I I think it's ter- I think it was a terrible role for Ryan Reynolds because <laughs> the movie didn't he is he's got that wisecrack thing down yes yeah, he was that, so out of place at the, in the first 30 minutes of that movie he was doing that wisecrack thing yeah and I'm like yeah okay I get it you're being funny with the kids you're the uh-huh. stepdad but then it's just this instantaneous flip to I'm cold yeah. and I'm crazy which I think hey. I'm cold and crazy Ryan Reynolds was fine maybe put on a shirt Ryan Reynolds there you go it's December there in New York go. You walk around with a shirt on, talking about how it's cold all the time. Yeah, that dude's, yeah. That dude's ripped. The guy's so... Jesus. That guy's playing a superhero. That guy's a specimen. But, like, I... I, I liked second half. Yeah, I think that's more effort. is like, the crazy... Yeah, but I did not going like... Going into the madness. I did not like, just... just We don't need the, high, the hijinks. We yeah. don't need the quips. We don't need your witticisms. Like... But it's disarming. I know that's your yeah. thing. But we, don't, we didn't need it. And, yeah. it. and it threw me off of the film. Because the first one's got... Some kind of cool, kind of things like that with the stepdad just being trying to be a nice guy to the stepkids. And, yeah. And, but it wasn't. It felt okay. Mm. I just think you went a little too far yeah. with the, the comedy. Uh, it is the film debut of Chloe Grace Moretz. She plays I the. I can't remember daughter. if 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 this was before or after uh, Kickass. Uh, yes. She became real famous. Yeah, Kickass probably couple years later okay yeah 2008 maybe I was in college I was in college when Kick-Ass came out um I thought the the kids you know that's 
kid acting, man. You get some bad kids, and uh, it, it, it can wane. I thought the uh, <laughs> when the window falls on the, the son's hand in the first one, and he screams, I was like, that kid's a little bitch. <laughs> I remember saying that like out loud to my wife. I was like, that kid's a little bitch. Uh, so I thought the kids were good. That when when when, uh, when the when the boy has to hold the block of wood for Ryan Reynolds, I was like, "This is terrifying." Yeah, I think he's gonna. Like, it, it's an interesting movie in that nothing happens in it, um, but you're just worried something's gonna happen the entire time. Like, yeah. Oh, this kid's gonna be his fucking hand. By the end, like roll credits, I'm like, oh, everybody's fine. <laughs> yeah. Nothing happened yeah. to these people. The kid, the kids were fine. Yeah, um, better actors. Yeah, the to me the ending was a dud. Compared yeah. to the original. I mean, the original ending is... I mean, we got this heroic... Yes. He goes back, he saves the dog. He saves the dog. I mean, strike one, Ryan Reynolds, you killed the dog, you fucking asshole. He did the opposite. That, yeah, that was horrible. I'm like, that. why'd they do that? Yeah. I was like, this is bullshit. I had, So after the good, we do the bad? Kill the fucking dog. It's bad. That was bad. <laughs> they should not have done that. Yeah. And... and should have been with the kids. Right. I could have lived with that. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't like the ending. They just, like, get him away from the house! Yeah. And then they threw him in the boat. Bones no! No, Billy! That motherfucker tried to kill you with an axe! Yeah. He's on the ground. You fucking chop his head off. He's your fucking stepdad. He's your stepdad. Like he's like a this. fucking asshole. Get out of there. Kill yeah. him and go. <laughs> That's, so let's, let's talk about the bad dad. Uh... So, this film did not get a lot. It was 24% of Rotten Tomato. Which, you know, mm. whatever. Yeah. Wesley Morris of the Boston Globe, he said, Not content to remake an old, mediocre horror movie, this Amityville takes its cues from current mediocre horror movies, too. This one is frightening only if you can't remember the last throwaway movie that leaned on all the same tricks. Okay. And I agreed with that. So, I was reading the, the horror where it ranked, I was like, like the little girl, the ghost girl, it's like, that's a fucking grudge. It's like the ring. It's yeah. like it's, it's all those movies of that time. It's like, well, we're doing that too. We're doing scary jumps in the, in the tub, and we're doing a little ghost girl. And, and that's where I, another thing that I thought was a little weaker in the remake is the first one. We didn't need the apparitions and stuff. No. The the empty rocking chair is yeah. creepy enough. The babysitter getting locked in the closet of the first one is a much better scene than the babysitter getting locked in the closet in the second yeah. one, where she encounters a the, the the ghost girl yeah and ends up being pulled away on a stretcher yeah yeah um and who lets that kind of woman babysit your kids yeah you know what put put in the pros i mean i like the casting choice of the that, babysitter that was the only that was the only funny part of the movie that i liked when, when he ryan reynolds leads yeah. down you sure you don't need a babysitter yeah, so, so they babysitter <laughs> where do they hire her from she's Bulletin board. Oh, bulletin board. Yes. Found a babysitter on the bulletin board. Yeah. Uh, I thought the jump scare... I, I feel like even though they try to flesh out the plot, suffers from the same things of the first one. It's just like, where's this movie going? <laughs> what, what's, what's happening with this? I, I, I like that they tried to at least answer it, but it still was not as, not great. Yeah. Like, the, the plot holes of it. Um, there's a ton of scary... Uh, haunted house movies. I was just like, they, they just do this better than Amityville. Yes, than than this one is. And even yeah. even TV, even uh, American Horror. Yeah, American Horror. The, the first Horror, one, Horror yeah. Story, the season first, one. Yeah, the Murder House one. That was that was better than this. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Should should this movie be, or is is there a sequel you'd like to see from the two thousand five remake of Amityville Horror? Uh no, 
No, not a sequel. The the one I'd like to see, and I find it the most interesting part. It, it's this movie and the original. The complaint I have is like, oh, just nothing happened. Like no one gets hurt in these movies. Nothing bad. Like they even make a point. The kid, the thing falls in the kid's hands. Like, oh, can you believe? Not a single broken bone. Isn't that bizarre? I was like, so is that an act of God? I don't. <laughs> Seems like a good thing. Uh, the the actual murders. I want to say a movie about that. I don't know if yeah. I don't know if it's good to do a fictional or like do a dr- dramatic retelling of an actual murder. So yeah, maybe it's a touchy subject, but I was like, yeah, if the guy's like, hey, voice has told me to, I want to see that guy get driven into madness and eventually kill his family. But then I said out loud, I was like, yeah, I guess people really did die. I probably shouldn't yeah. have a profit, but I mean, that's the most interesting part of the story for me was like, wait, I want to know about the actual guy who went movies crazy. Movies made about that shit all the time. Yeah. Like, I mean, Capote, that was about an actual murder. Yeah, but... Imagine if they did Capote, and then like, oh, he was possessed by ghosts. <laughs> it's that part of it. I was like, yeah, I guess there there are still family yeah. family members of victims, and because I would right. like to see the haunted, I want to see the haunted house version of what actually happened. Yeah, do you, do you want to bridge real crime with yeah supernatural? Right, yeah. like the like the story you, I'd want to see, but maybe the true crime of it would be interesting too. Like, it'd just be like a Dateline thing. I'm sure, there was one. Probably, yeah. yeah. But yeah, if there was going to be a sequel, maybe a sequel, they don't stay married. No way. No, 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 that didn't work. Uh, so it's a divorce. He, for some reason, gets custody, like or not custody, but like visitation rights, and it's just like, uh, you know, it's like one of those sad indie drama movies where it's like the kids have to come visit a loser, Ryan Reynolds, and he's still just trying to make it work and, you know, trying to be a good dad, good stepdad to these kids. Uh, you know, so there's that show on Netflix. <laughs> People dealing with the traumas of this guy trying to kill them. <laughs> they all seem pretty forgiving. Yeah, yeah. By the end they, of yeah, it. They, once they got on the boat, they were like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, what about a remake? Is it time for another remake? An annual or remake? I, it, yeah. I want to see this done right. Yeah. Because I think, I think the base is there. The foundation's there. Yeah. Is it the actual story that's hurting the movies though that we have the Lutz family they move into a house where murders took place a year before they're only there for 28 days weird shit happens to them cause like I mentioned there were a bunch of other good horror movies about this that just don't have Amityville on it true I was like oh The Conjuring is a good haunted house movie uh or Paranormal Activity which I never saw but people like that and I, I, I think that's a haunted like people move into a house it's haunted weird shit happens to them but yeah, I do like a good haunted house movie. Yeah. House on Haunted Hill. That's a good one. Yeah, that's actually it's kind of stupid, but I like it. That's a remake. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. That's what maybe we have to do. God dang, like, we should probably that do that one. That's gory, right? That's a, that's a gory. <laughs> there's one. a Vincent Price, and then there's the uh, Tay Diggs one. Tay Diggs, Courtney Cox, isn't she? In that? I think so. <laughs> yeah, there's that one. Um, yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they did it again and just did it did it right. What, what would help make it right? I don't know. I I think maybe maybe what I want to see is a movie about the, the the torture and stuff. Yeah. Maybe I want to see that that old timey. And maybe that would be a good way to go because that stuff's fiction. Yeah, absolutely. And so instead of doing an actual murder, do the fictional 
account yeah. of, you know, it begins with this actual murder that happens, and then we go back and we see... I'd like to see it in Donna. Like, like, have you seen The Witch? No. I would like to see it in that kind of setting, that, yeah. that realistic um, era... You know, the, they got that, that era, that, that time period yeah. kind of thing. I'd like to see that. I think maybe maybe that's what I want. Yeah. Maybe my That'd mind, cool. a remake of that, will have an hour of that and then 15 minutes of the Lutz family. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time yeah. spent where, you know, the actual scary shit's happening. And then I think, well, maybe I want more, of, like the original, maybe I want more of the, the Catholic priest stuff. Like, yeah. Well, I could just watch The Exorcist. And be just as happy and have been watching an maybe, excellent film. Maybe the accident. Maybe the movie's not so much about the Lutz. It's that the Lutz move in. They get a Catholic priest to bless the home, and it's the Catholic priest who discovers that this move that this house was built uh, on this like tortured yeah. ground, and he's the character. So they don't get the, we get the two best things from both movies. That's the new movie, and the Lutz are just there. They're, have you seen The Conjuring? No. Okay, so in The Conjuring. House family moves into a house. It's haunted. They have to get ghost experts to come, and so the movie's about the ghost experts dealing with the house, but the family's there with them the whole time. Okay, uh, maybe that's it. The Lutz are there, but it's really about this priest discovering this, and you know, we get some cool flashbacks. Or the, and maybe the, this, the dad's still getting weird, but it's in the background that the dad's getting weird. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not. We don't spend so much time on focusing on him. It's other. It's our main characters observing him yeah. going, going, okay. going mad. Um, or how about this for for a remake? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds reprises his role. Ryan Reynolds is go, he has a career where he is going back fixing his mistakes. He moves into the house, but he's Deadpool. Okay, and it, he breaks the fourth wall, and hilarity ensues. But ghosts as well. Uh, that can be scary. Okay. He doesn't kill the dog. He saves the dog. Again. Saves the dog. Saves the dog. Yeah, I think that'll. that'll I'll watch that. Yeah. I'll watch that. It's, it's he. He's married to Melissa George. Stepkids. Uh, they come back, but but he's dead. Where's Melissa George now, and where was she before that? Uh, Alias. She was like on um, Grey's Anatomy for like a season. Okay, so I have no idea who she is. Yeah. I, I saw her. I'm like, I don't. I've never seen this woman before in my life. Yeah. How was she in a movie with Ryan Reynolds? I'm like, oh, it's 05. It wasn't. Our Ryan Reynolds. It was right. a different Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, where I think it was like, oh, this is a movie starring Ryan Reynolds, and then we just cast his wife. And it was like, oh, there was just a big open yeah. cast. And yeah. Now, if you remade this movie and you wanted to get stars in it, you know, if, if it was today's Ryan Reynolds, it would be Ryan Reynolds and um, Most McCarthy, the remake queen. <laughs> That's who you get it to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'd be Ryan Reynolds and Anna Kendrick. Uh, as the Lutz. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, like, you would get an equally big star. Oh, you know what they do? Yeah. They pull a Krasinski in blood. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively. The actress, the, the, the female lead in this movie is just as big as the guy. Yeah. I mean, she's the one who has to live through all this. Yep. You know, the, the guy, he gets to do this fun, go crazy thing, but the whole time is... I think there's a really interesting story in there somewhere. I do. I do too. Especially like the dynamic, yeah. which I don't feel it got touched on enough, is that he is a stepfather. She's married to him, but at the same time, her she has to protect her children from this guy she loves. But 
That's it. It's not. That's not the father of her children. Like, yeah, the kids to, have to come before. There this needs guy. to be more about her questioning if she really knows this guy. Yes, that that needs to be like fleshed yeah. out. Maybe some blaming of herself. Like, oh, how can I bring my children around? Yeah, this guy would just move to this house. Yep. Great deal, though. Great steal of a deal. Great deal. So, two thousand five, Angela Horde. Do we need it? No, no. It's for it's pretty forgettable. Yeah. Um, I forgot it was a thing until you mentioned it last week. Yeah. Uh, the first one's silly too, but if I, you know, if it's October, I want to pop some popcorn, watch a fun movie with like friends. And I was like, oh, let's watch a, like a fun, scary movie. I, I'd watch the original. Yeah. I feel like I'd get more like out I, of it. I would too. And, and for the main reason that James Brolin's cool as hell. Yeah. James Brolin, he's pretty cool. He's pretty damn yeah. cool. Because he's got a motorcycle. Dude, it's cool as hell. Reynolds doesn't have a motorcycle, does he? he they, they briefly show one when they're moving in. Okay. And I'm like, but he oh, doesn't ride. Oh, we're gonna, uh, Reynolds is going to ride to the yeah. library? or <laughs> yeah. Steal yeah. a book from the library? What's going on? Uh, bro, bro, looks good. Yeah. The pig thing, that was fun. Pig, yeah. The pig eye, that's way cooler than Ghost Girl. Yeah. Oh, and that... So, yes, original, thumbs up over the remake, but the original not that great either. Yeah. That this this ending of the second one is is stupid. It's stupid. It's dumb. Yeah. That yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know why they do that. They I, I know it's one last scare. Let's send them out one last scare. But it's stupid. Yeah. So do you have thoughts on the Amityville horror? Or, you know, you you want to help Mike write write this uh, catch up script. Uh, you can email us at dvdgpodcast.gmail.com or send us a tweet, dvdgpod, or uh, find us on Facebook. We got other movies that you can, uh, we've done reviews on. Check those out if you are so inclined. Check out last year's horror movies we did for Rocktober, Spooktober. Uh, Rocktober. What did we do? We did Halloween 2. Halloween. We did Chucky. We did a Chucky movie. And we did uh, something else. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Ch- Cult of Chucky. Cult of Chucky. And Hall- Halloween 2. Oh, and Dawn of the Dead. Dawn Remake. of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we, we'll keep that theme going. We'll, we'll find another horror movie or something to, to do for uh, Fish This Month. And out. did we do Scream? We did do Scream. I think we just did Scream. We did Scream 4. Scream 4, yeah. just for doing Scream just 4. Just for doing yeah. Scream, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be horror movies sprinkled in. I mean, they're so remakeable. <laughs> yeah, so we did Scream outside of October, didn't we? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, or we did Cold cool. Chucky outside of October. That's cool. That's cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, if you have suggestions for a horror movie you like to see us do, or just any movie, a lot of remakes coming out. Um, and sequels. That's all that's coming in theater, so. I just thought of this. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. reprised a role played by James Brolin. Yes. He's acted alongside... Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, yeah. Oh, mind blown. Oof. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy cool. What's Margot Keener up to these days? I don't know what Margot Keener's doing, but she is awesome. Yeah. Uh, maybe hang out with Melissa George. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Oh, I did have some fun trivia. Let's, before we wrap it up. Okay. Let's, before we wrap it up. Uh, just because this is... On the bio program, Celebrity Ghost Stories, Melissa George confirmed supernatural feelings she had on the set while the cameras were not rolling. So, she believes in ghosts. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, that's why she's not acting anymore. She's been haunted. Uh, also, 
how about this for some casting what ifs? James Vanderbeek turned down the role. What? Yeah. So normally I don't go into those because like, so you read James Brolin cast. Others being considered were Harrison Ford and yada. I was like, well, yeah, I'm sure they considered every. You, you hand their agent a script. Yes. Means they were considered for the yes. role. Yeah. Um, but when when offer in hand and they say no, thank you, especially when you're James Vanderbeek. It's an interesting choice for James Vanderbeek. Yeah. This movie comes out in 2005. It stars Melissa George, who you say you have no idea who she was. Right. I had to look it up. And James Vanderbeek, does that go direct to video? Uh, probably because Reynolds was on his way up. Yeah. Vanderbeek. Van, Van Wilder had come out. Van Wilder had come out, yeah. and I don't know if this was before or after the show with, um, Isla Fisher, the movie with Isla Fisher, and the little girl, which was a rom-com, which oh, was pretty good. Maybe um, because... Yeah, definitely maybe. Yeah. I think maybe this is even... Just Friends has come out before. Could be, yeah. This movie, so, yeah. Um, but Vanderbeek, after the Skulls... He wasn't in the Skulls. He wasn't after even, Varsity Blues... He wasn't even in the Skulls. He wasn't even in the Skulls. I was thinking Joshua Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, Josh Jackson would be great in this. Or, the, or you or, put a beard on Josh Jackson, or that takes Vanderbeek to the top. This could have been a scumbag. It could have been what took him to the top. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like Vanderbeek. Yeah. What What did he do other than Varsity Blues? He was in a popular show, Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I never saw that. No. Um. I think he should have taken the role. I, I think. I think he should have taken the role. Yeah. If he was offered the role, he should have taken the role. Yeah, I, I think he could have done some great stuff with it. I, I just think he should have taken any role possible <laughs> at, at this time. point in his career. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 2005, is, is he allowed to be picky? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I don't see him a lot. He's like, I don't know, I'll do the best. And Annieville Horror Remake? This ain't it. No. So that'll do it for this week. We'll next week with another uh, movie. Maybe starring James Vanderbeek. We'll try to find see if he's ever been in a remake. Until uh, then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remakes. James Brolin is cool as hell. Well, houses don't kill people. 